0: Consumer habits have changed since the pandemic, and this includes how much we've all been snacking. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Convenient, healthy snacks are trending, and it's an opportunity for the dairy industry. This is according to Audrey Gerard, an assistant professor in the Department of Food Science at UW-Madison. She recently picked up a grant from the UW Dairy Innovation Hub to look at how to get some lower-value nutritional dairy components into snack foods. The goal would be to meet that market demand while also raising the value of those dairy components.
1: The idea is that we get one year of funding to try to um, work on some of the key aspects that they're trying to develop within the dairy industry. So for my project, um, that was working on collaborating with um, industry partners and trying to increase um, the value in the chain for dairy producers Um, whether that's the manufacturers or the dairy um,
0: farmers themselves. You're looking at ways to bring dairy components into snack foods in a way that would enrich them to be higher protein. Are people looking for snack foods with high protein that comes from a dairy product? There's certainly a demand for high protein products and for better for you snacks, whether that is
1: some kind of health benefit like anti-inflammatory properties, which we know there's some proteins in dairy that have those properties or um, other health benefits. So we thought highlighting that we could add in protein from dairy as well as fiber um, would be really good within snack foods. People are snacking all the time, especially since the pandemic. Snack food occasions have risen. So the amount of people, time that people are snacking has risen. Um, and so having these better-for-you snack foods is in high demand. For sure. Whether or not they're specifically asking for dairy is a little different, but they're really interested in these proteins and high quality proteins like those that we find in dairy are really important.
0: So tell me how dairy fits this role. What components are you using and where do the components come from? Are they coming straight from the milk or is it a byproduct of another process? So we're looking at a byproduct. So we are looking to add components that
1: come from the cheese-making process. So when we make our cheese, we get the cheese, but then there's a lot of whey that's left over. And a lot of us know about whey. We know about whey protein isolates. So this is a a, a fraction that gets separated off and is used in a lot of nutritional products, um, has a, a high market value. But then there's everything else that's left over. And what do we do with that? Right now, it doesn't have a ton of demand. Most of those components don't have a ton of demand. And that's what we're trying to help facilitate um, and so we're looking to use a couple different components. One is uh, the whey protein phospholipid concentrate. So this is, like I said, when you separate off that whey protein isolate, you're still left with some milk fat globule membranes and proteins. So it's a really rich fraction of protein. So we want to incorporate that into snack foods. Um, we also have delactose permeate. So this is a lot of lactose, um, which is just a sugar that can be converted into fibers in in special ways. So depending on how we process it, we can actually form fiber, which then can have health benefits. Um, And then we're also looking to use glycomacropeptide, which is a specific protein that's broken off from the casein protein. So within the cheese, that's all the casein proteins. There's a specific fraction that's broken off, and that's the glycomacropeptide. And so we're looking to use that um, for its health benefits in these better for you snacks.
0: Audrey, can you give us an example of a snack food that would benefit from these three whey components?
1: Sure. So we're looking at puffed snack foods. So you can think of something like a Cheeto, right, where it's typically a lot of carbs. It's mostly just cornstarch that's used to make this nice, puffy, airy texture. Um, And so we'd be looking to add proteins to something like that, where you still get a lot of crunch, you still get a lot of texture, but you also have um, a little bit better of the nutritive value there.
0: Is there a reason why you're, you're going for the puffed snack versus like a Gardetto, which I wish had a higher <laughs> nutritional value because I've been eating that for lunch a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we um, think that some of the reaction chemistry that is needed to convert the lactose to the fiber is really conducive to the processing of puffed snack foods. Um, but that's not to say that we couldn't do some of the processing ahead of time to form some of the fiber and then use it as an ingredient in something like a more compact snack food like a Gardetto.
0: And, Audrey, you had said the short-term high-impact grant allows you to work with industry partners to further this research. Can you tell us what companies you're working with? So we're working with several
1: industry partners who do ingredient, do ingredients within the dairy industry, and they're giving us a lot of feedback. So we're meeting with them before the project started in the middle of the project and then after the project or kind of towards the end to make sure that what we're doing is really feasible for the industry. Um, And so we've already met with him once and we got a lot of good feedback, um, both making sure this is practical and just, you know, thinking through our setup of the experiment. And so one thing that we got back right away was this glycomacropeptide we're hoping to use. is super expensive to extract by itself. So while for us, in in academia, it's interesting. It would be cool to add it. They're telling us, hey, great, but how do we use this practically? So instead of using just the glycomacropeptide by itself, we're going to be looking to add it um, in the form of an ingredient that's not quite as pure, but still has a lot of that protein in it.
0: How many students are involved in this project, if any? So we have one postdoc that is primarily working on this
1: project but then we have undergraduate students that get to work on it as well so that's kind of fun to get to pull people in from um, typically from the food science major um, where they're you know wanting to they're learning about all this stuff in class but they're wanting to apply it and so they're getting to see learn more about how cheese is processed all these waste streams that we get and then how we can add value and put those into other foods
0: Earlier in our conversation, you said one of the goals of this research is to bring value to farmers because you're adding value to some of their milk components. Can you tell me how farmers would benefit or how they would find value? Yeah, so I think we'd hope that it would create
1: more demand for some of the streams. Um, So there's already a, a lot these waste streams created. So part of it might just be finding more value for those. So I would hope that some of that gets passed along to the farmer, not just the processors, but that would be one way.
0: And Audrey, some of the whey components that you're looking at do have a use already, but it's not as valuable as it could be if it was in a snack food.
1: Right. So whey is a really broad category that has a lot of components within it. Um, like I said, the whey protein isolate already has uses, but some of these lower value products that we're looking at are used for things like animal feed and fertilizer. So they might have uses at a fairly low value, but by putting them in human food, we would hope to drive the value up on
0: those. Do you feel like you're kind of in crunch time because you only, is it you only have a year to do this, <laughs> or is there potential to, to move further with this even after your year is up?
1: So there's certainly potential. I mean, we would look for other funding sources, assuming this gets legs under it. This year gives us a chance to really see what we can develop. Um, and then I think having established the relationships with the folks in the dairy industry who have tons of experience they'll be able to indicate to us if this is something that we really need to invest in going forward. Um, And so then I think we'll be able to form different partnerships to get there.
0: I think taste testing these snack foods would be a very fun job. Audrey Girard, along with us, she's an assistant professor in the Department of Food Science at UW-Madison. And she's working on how to bring value to whey components by adding them to puffed snack foods. She says it would bring up the fiber and protein value of those foods, which is what consumers are looking for. And in turn, it would also lift the value of those whey components. Funding for the project comes from the UW Dairy Innovation Hub. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.